This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. A, 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 a Giants podcast for Giants fans. By Giants fans. It's Sean Morash and Paul Dottino. Down the sideline, into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants! From the offseason, through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. All right, welcome into One Giant Step. It's Sean Morris, your host here on One Giant Step, where you can download and subscribe to us free on the Odyssey app and everywhere podcasts are available. We have our 53-man roster. As of right now, at the time of taping, we don't have any word on any waiver claims yet, so if those have come out by the time you've listened, pound that dashboard, pound that walk on the treadmill. I apologize. But... The Giants have come to terms with their roster and a couple surprises for sure. And let's just start off with another trade on top of the Isaiah Simmons trade. The Giants end up swapping a sixth uh, pick for a seventh round pick in 2025 and they get Boogie Basham, uh, another outside edge player who you know plays a lot like Jihad Ward does in terms of his setting the edge, playing the run. You'd probably like a little more pass rush ability from him. And that's probably part of the reason the Bills gave up on a second-round pick after just two years. But tapping back into that Buffalo well like Joe Shane likes to do, a la Isaiah Hodgins and Nick McLeod from a year ago, the Giants end up getting a player in Boogie Basham who, despite whatever happened in Buffalo, him not living up to their hype, is a better player than O'Shane Zimenez. And... While I was a fan of Timon Fox, and let's see if he ends up back on the practice squad, is a better player currently than Timon Fox. And between his ability to set the edge, between Isaiah Simmons out of that linebacker room, you know, being able to be a pseudo-pass rusher at times like we saw on Saturday night versus the Jets, the Giants suddenly are a much better team at edge depth-wise behind Aziz Ojolari and Kayvon Thibodeau. So the Boogie Basham deal, just more chess piece work by Joe Shane. When we had Joe Shane on our Evan and Tiki show on WFAN Live from Camp, I had asked him flat out, uh, is our 53-man roster in the building? And he had just openly talked about trades. And now he's made not one but two, setting the scene and giving the Giants more depth where depth was needed. Now with that, surprises. Not surprises. Darian Beavers, their sixth-round pick from a year ago, tore his ACL, really just showed nothing in training camp. He ends up getting cut made things easier when the Giants acquired Isaiah Simmons. Micah McFadden clearly won that starting job from him. A month ago, I think many believed that Darian Beavers probably would win the job, and he doesn't even find himself on the 53-man roster, which is just incredible, but at least good acknowledgement from Shane and Dable to not just get suckered in on the fact that they used a pick on a guy a year ago, they haven't seen him, and he still gets cut. Where they did bring Marcus McKeithen, who was lost for the year like Beavers last year as a pick, onto this roster. 
And on top of bringing McKeithen on, how about Tyree Phillips getting cut? Felt like a steal last year coming off of that Ravens team. He filled in admirably when Evan Neal had gone down last year. And I would say the waving of Tyree Phillips and keeping both Marcus McKeithen and Matt Parrott here, uh, tackle is by far the most scary position should the Giants suffer an injury right now. I, I mean, how could you deny it? If Andrew Thomas misses any time, you'd probably be screwed no matter what. But Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We talked about it on One Giant Step. It's been bounded about forever. I mean, Evan Neal could be the key towards how high a ceiling the Giants' offense actually has. And that was just with the assumption he could take one giant step into being the pick investment that the Giants used. Now, not only are you counting on him to do that, he got to stay healthy too, as does Andrew Thomas, because... Tyree Phillips, I think a lot of us would have said it's not a great situation to have, but you feel comfortable for a couple weeks if you have to get by with an injury. Matt Parrott does not make me comfortable. So let's see if that somehow, some way, some, you know, the Giants can figure out a way to solve that. But again, I mean, Alex Leatherwood was cut. Is that is that a name you're looking for? It is, it is scary times with how thin the tackle position is in the NFL, and especially on this Giants roster. But when you have the kind of assets rolled into both the left and right tackle spot from a starting position, I guess you have to, you know, sit back and admit that depth could very well be an issue. Cole Beasley, another giant that was waived. The expectation, of course, is that he will be signed to the practice squad and be available when healthy. Now, this is where I think things are interesting because we tried figuring out how the Giants were going to keep seven receivers. And Sterling Shepard does, in fact, make the team. And Wandell Robinson was activated off the pup list, which means they think Wandell Robinson will have a role in the first four weeks. He's talking week one. I'm not so sure that Wandell will be ready to go week one, but, hey, I guess I could be surprised. The Giants do have Paris Campbell, who I know has that inside-outside flexibility. I'm very curious here, the role of Sterling Shepard with the Giants. And if Sterling Shepard gets cooking early in the year and he looks like a healthy Sterling Shepard, then maybe that is where you bring along Cole Beasley really slowly before you add him to the roster. I think the Giants are holding their breath, hoping that Sterling Shepard is both good and healthy. I I don't want to be a Sterling Shepard hel- uh, hater. Uh, I am clearly a lifelong Giant fan that has respected the guts of Sterling Shepard. Uh, respected the play of Sterling Shepard. But I just hope that this isn't a novelty act for Sterling Shepard and he's taking up a roster spot and taking away snaps where the Giants could have had a more useful player. 
or dare I say even a player that could contribute a little on special teams. Not that I would want David Sills here, and it would have been interesting to see if Bryce Ford Wheaton would have made the team, but I I look at Sterling Shepard on that roster, and I say, is he better than Paris Campbell right now? No. Is he better than Wandale Robinson when he's healthy? No. Is he better than Hodgins or Slayton? No. So what's the use for a, for a Sterling Shepard, an oft-injured Sterling Shepard, as the fifth receiver on this team? Again, this kind of stuff figures it out, figures itself out. The Giants are in a spot where injuries are a constant at wide receiver. But I think Cole Beasley is the better player right now than Sterling Shepard. So let's see when Beasley gets healthy and if Sterling Shepard survives all 18 weeks. I'd love to be wrong. I'd love for him to be a touchdown machine, a guy who could help move the chains. But uh, I'm not overly, overly enthusiastic about it. Also, the cornerback position. Nick McLeod, it was Jordan Renana reported, uh, will pro- makes the team as a safety, but will probably play a lot more corner. The Giants really look like they're going to start Trey Hawkins and Deontay Banks, neither of which played versus the Jets, with the Dory Jackson in the slot, which makes sense versus the C.D. Lamb. But whew, that's a lot of stock, putting your best corner, having to play him in the slot, even though Darnay Holmes has made this team. He didn't really impress in camp. The giant corner depth has a high ceiling if Hawkins, Banks, and eventually Flott comes along. I'm hoping Flott is a lot like Corey Webster, struggles early, eventually becomes a player, and he's not a wasted pick. But I I, I want to know if this team's going to add another corner or if McLeod suddenly becomes that do-everything cover guy in the nickel. And Bobby McCain made this team, by the way, too. Who knows if he's needed to play a little bit of a slot. Cornerback besides tackle uh, I, I think depth-wise is one of the most intriguing and scary positions on this Giant roster. So, I mean, that that's basically it as I check my way through what the Giants did here. And I want to close with this. And, I know, again, it's a very quick pod. This is kind of the roster reaction pod. Uh, and if more big moves come, we will bring you more of that action. Hard knocks aired with the behind-the-scenes footage of the Jets game with the Giants. And... This is a safe spot for Giant fans because Jet fans have been beating their chests left and right. There's a couple things to acknowledge. Number one, Sauce Gardner knows that Jalen Hyatt had him. And, no, there was no reception made. Daniel Jones probably completes that pass on that first one. Sauce Gardner holds the heck out of him the second one. Giants might have something here with Jalen Hyatt. And I didn't mention him before with the Sterling Shepard news, too, by the way. So Shepard's actually probably you know the sixth receiver behind Hyatt. Uh, his speed getting behind Gardner was a big deal. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Secondly, the idea after Jihad Ward smacked Aaron Rodgers twice last year in the Packer game, that Aaron Rodgers pretended he didn't know Jihad Ward. And Jihad Ward's not some kind of superstar player, is a joke. And for Aaron Rodgers to be flexing all macho, again, after the Giants were the ones that broke his thumb last year and demoralized his soul in London, to act like Jihad Ward had just poked the bear after a soft little push. And we know Jihad Ward is Giant fans. He is one badass mother you know whater. okay? I believe the Giants bear has officially been poked by the Jets, and I think we saw that behind the scenes. 
Does Jihad Ward, Giant fan, strike you as somebody who doesn't take mental notes? That's a locker room and a defensive front that seems to love the guy. I would be very concerned with that Jets offensive line about Aaron Rodgers running for his life when the Giants play them on October 29th. That is a game now that is officially made. You thought it was circled by fans? It's officially been circled by the New York Giants. Rodgers could say he was the bear that was poked. Oh, no. He absolutely has poked a bear. And I thought that he came across a little slimy, especially when Bobby McCain gets a concussion and is so obviously hobbled and wobbled after Randall Cobb threw the hit. And I get it. He was having fun at Cobb's expense, asking him why he's throwing a block like that. And I'm an old-school NFL fan, so to be honest, I didn't even necessarily have a problem with the like blindside portion of it. Obviously, he goes helmet to helmet, and that's what leads to the concussion. But for Aaron Rodgers to sit there and kind of joke around with his teammate Randall Cobb as Bobby McCain should take a walk the field is one thing. To then, within moments, have a problem with Jihad Ward pushing you a little late, it feels a little soft and, and a little hypocritical. I think the Jet-Giant rivalry is back on. It's one I will be excited for. Hopefully both teams are good going into that game. But the Bear has been poked, Giants fans. And it's Aaron Rodgers who's done the poking. All right. You can download and subscribe to One Giant Step everywhere podcasts are available. I know this was a shorty today. I wanted to get out for you. I promise. We are working uh, this week to hammer out the final details of who my co-host will be to start the season next week. We will, of course, come to you sometime on Thursday or Friday ahead of the Giants and Cowboys opening to give you kind of full-fledged. Also, it should be noted, if you're a listener on the Odyssey app or the WFAN Saturday mornings beginning next week, one day before the opener, 8.30 to 9, one half an hour show. It'll be me and John Schmelk with Big Blue Kickoff Live every single Sunday uh, or every single Saturday, I should say, game weekends on WFAN. It's me and John Schmelk. You can follow me on Twitter, at Sean Morash. Again, download and subscribe to this podcast everywhere podcasts are available. Thanks to producer James, and thank you to everybody for taking one giant step with us.